Oh my God. I am glad to be here today because I have a story for you. I like stories. <laughs> well, what kind of story? Is it a you thriller? Like, oh my God. I don't even know. It's, you'll judge this. Okay. I'm going to assume that you like thrillers, but maybe this will uh, tickle that part for you. <laughs> um, so the other day, it was around 9 p.m., and I normally don't do this, but I was staring at these sugar cookies in the, in the, in the fridge <laughs> that are ready to be made. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to whip me up like some nine cookies, whatever. So I whip out everything, put the wax paper on, and then I continue. I put them on the tray. And I preheat the oven. Now, obviously, everything can get done in like two minutes. So then the longest part is preheating the oven. Mm -hmm. So it reaches about 345 degrees. And then it goes, dee, dee, and it tells me, call service. And then the fan just sounds weird. And I'm like, oh. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that is a velociraptor in the studio. No, dude, we have birds here and we have turtles. Um, so that's kind of funny. Jurassic but, Park 2 a.m. podcast yeah, style. Dude. Oh my god! But yeah, anyway, so reaches 3:45, says call service, and I'm like, what the hell? Which, by the way, I didn't know ovens did that. Yeah, I had no idea either. It, it told me, like, it told me, like, the cooling fan is not working, so you need call service. And I'm like, man, dude, but it's a new oven. Like, why? Why is this happening to me? I just want cookies, right? So then I'm like, all right, let's see what's up with this. So the the man in me was just like, all right, let's whip this thing out. So then it's quite heavy. Mm -hmm. I saw like pulling it out and just, you know, doing the whole uh, zigzag motion where you just, you know, one right, shimmy, left, you know? right, left, and then a little shifty. And then I see the plug. Now the plug isn't up on top like normal where fridges are and stuff, right? It's all the way at the bottom. So now I'm reaching over this granite cabinet. Dude, like I cannot, you know? So I'm like, okay, I cannot reach it. Oh, you mean the oven's right here and then you have a, a, a granite you pull it countertop out. over yeah, here? Yeah. You pull it out and then I'm, I have to, it's in a tight spot. Like it's an exact fit type of oven. Mm. So okay. I have to climb over and I'm like, all right, there's no more room. So I have to really completely pull out the oven and I still can't see the gas line. So I don't want to just pull you know? Yeah. So imagine this process is taking like 20 minutes just to pull it out. Pull it out. I unplug it. And as I unplug it, I just look and I'm like, oh my, oh my God, that's a, that's a rat. There's a rat under my freaking oven. A dead rat. Yeah. How big was well, it? Well, here's the thing. At that moment, I didn't know if it was dead or alive. <laughs> that's the funny it's ratatouille, bro. He's just chilling under okay, your Okay, so obviously I'm like freaking out at this point. I'm like, oh, God, that's that's disgusting, you know? And it's just like, have you seen under an oven? It's pretty damn nasty. Like, yeah, you don't clean nasty. there very often, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm just like pretty disgusted at this point, And I'm like trying to figure out where or how the hell to handle this. So I'm like, all right, let me find a broom. Find the broom. And I start poking at it. And it's stuck to the floor. And I'm like, okay, that's a good sign. It's been there for a while and it's dead. Oh. Okay. You know how many times I've cooked in there? Like the fact that, bro, it was like this close to like where the fan. You get what I'm talking about? The fan that's driving. Yeah. To the. Up into I, the food? I'm pretty sure. Or out. I have no idea. I hope to God it's out. Think that would be an incredible think of an health oven, hazard. oven has fans inside circulating, but. The outside has to be ventilation. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, 
Um, <laughs> so I'm just like disgusted as f this at this point, but I'm also kind of relieved because it's it's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Just gotta throw it out, throw it out somehow. And mind you, I was just making cookies. <laughs> so pretty, appetite out I'm the window. So butthurt about that, right? Because it's already like it was already a decision that I didn't, I shouldn't have made. Mm-hmm. But look what this led me to, right? I didn't know I'd be like taking an hour just to remove a goddamn rat that I didn't know about, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just because of nine cookies. It's an insane story. But anyway, you said it was stuck to the floor. It was stuck to the floor, dude. Like it was like it had the you had to really scrape it and the. The, the broom I had was flimsy, so mm-hmm. I needed something heavier. So I was just like, you know what? I need to pull out the whole oven, pulled out the complete oven, and then I got a bag, and then I had, like, some gloves. And just, just What happened after that? Dog. I went back, and I was just like, okay, I finished the job, and then I looked at the cookies, and I'm like, might as well, right? <laughs> Pop them right in. You know what happened? Uh, I was right. I reset the oven, and it worked just fine. But here's the thing. Was it the rat? Or was it the... What is it? You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. What was the error it gave you? I don't know. It was like a bunch of like weird crap. And then it said call service because it was the low fan. Low cooling fan. I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it's just because you reset it. Well, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope so. Dude. How big was this rat? Uh, We're talking about like... I don't know, the size of your hand. Okay, so like a typical one. Yeah, like a normal one. It's not like fat or anything. Not a mouse. But no, dude, but it was like stuck. So here's the thing. What I was thinking was when I was pulling it forward, did I scrape? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> uh, mm, dude. No, I don't know, bro. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. I went through it. Yeah. God damn, see? Now imagine like living in a place like... um. India, for example, or a place that has a lot of rats. I think they worship. I think Hindus. I might have this wrong. I think Hindus worship rats. You're you're sure? Like in their yeah. holiest temples, and really? please forgive me if you're Hindu and I have this wrong. But in their holiest temples, they have thousands of rats in one area, and they essentially just worship and feed them. <laughs> we don't know about worshiping. Maybe someone said it as a worship, but. I think oh. uh, I think National Geographic had a documentary. It's on interesting that. if it's true. Correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. What blows my mind is like uh, Egypt. Honestly. What about Egypt? It, and isn't it crazy how after I got my uh, DNA, what is it, twenty three and Me? I am forty, forty four percent Egyptian. That's insane. <laughs> That's actually quite crazy. Now you have to speak Egyptian, yeah. Arabic all the time. Zach, what? Zach, what? Oh man, uh, there was a. Um... <laughs> there was a funny, funny video that was circulating on Twitter like maybe three years ago, and it was like two blonde chicks from the UK, and I think one was like Australian or something, but they were uh, out on the stallions in the morning, taking a ride by the Giza pyramids. What's the okay. word Giza so funny yeah. to me, bro? I don't know, because of Giza. But anyway. Yeah. So uh, they're riding, and they have their leader in front of them, and he's kind of like guiding them. 
and he's Egyptian. He's he's native to the land, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, oh my god, look, their their language is so beautiful. And she pants to him, and the guy's like cursing the other fool in Arabic. <laughs> right? He's like, Basibe, I hope then my neck, and like all this shit, Basibe. right? And um, and I and then I thought that was the funniest video of all time because they're just going along with it, right? Isn't it beautiful? I'm like, you chose that part to record. Yeah, out of they just think that they're talking, but they don't casually. know. They don't know. And that's why I thought the video was hilarious because it was accidental. Was like she's just showing off Egypt. That's all she's doing. But to a native speaker, you're just like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. This guy's saying like non-family friendly shit, you know? Bro, one of the funniest uh, Instagram accounts is I don't feel safe in Egypt. Is that what it's Oh called? yeah, dude. I, uh, yeah, I don't feel safe in Egypt. It's a... Bro, it's literally, I think that that page is gold. And what makes it gold is the owner once reached out. He reached out to me and he was like... Really? He was like... Uh, essentially, I think it was a mass message because he was saying, um, like the page is not a joke. This is like, a, it's a piece of art. Like, I don't oh, know so why it takes everyone offense thinks to everyone. Yeah. Knows. I don't know why everyone thinks it's comedy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, are you serious? Look at the posts. If you do not believe me, go on at, I don't feel safe in Egypt. One word. I think one of them was a <laughs> guy in a van with a mattress. The back uh, yeah. trunk was open. He's just driving. Cabin. Yeah, dude. And then there's like the other one where, um, there was a guy that was like transporting like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of watermelons. Okay. And it's on a truck and it's going vertical. Okay. So they stuffed it vertical on like an Isuzu, I don't know, three quarter <laughs> backing, you know? And they made it work. Yeah. How? They put two guys on top of each other, shoulder to shoulder, doing this to the thing <laughs> so that they don't fall. And I'm like, what? There's a picture like that, you know? And then there's, fu there's funny ones where it's just like... um there's like, you know, those, um, corn carts or those like, um, ice cone, like the ice cream ones we see here sometimes. Yeah. Like those, you know, they usually have yeah. like a little horn. They, mm -hmm. It's a guy wheeling it. Maybe. Yeah. There's yeah. something like that, but they call it KFC. It's literally KFC. Like oh, I that was the latest one yeah. you sent us. That was the latest one I sent you, bro. KFC. It was KFC. It was literally the logo and everything, but it was on one of those carts and that's how he advertises. Oh my God. It goes around like that and it has nothing to do with KFC. He just calls himself KFC Beans. He just sells beans. <laughs> just goes to show how creative people are. Yeah. That's the only country, bro, where I've been. And um, <clears throat> you'll be, uh, it's not money hungry, but like money driven, maybe. Money is the theme of like, everyone's trying to have money. Everyone's hustling. Country. Everyone's hustling. Okay. Yeah. So you'll get into scams, I guess. They're not really scams, but. Like, for example, you, you judge this, okay? You're in Egypt, and you're in the middle of traffic, and you're driving your own car, right? And you're trying to turn left. This guy won't let you merge. Some guy comes in from the far left, and now you're stuck here on the right lane, and you're just, like, trying to just get in, right? You're just trying to get into this, what? Roundabout. Mm -hmm. And everyone's beep, 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 And that's not an exaggeration either. Not even, yeah, everyone that's been in Egypt knows, right? And then um, some guy comes up to your windshield and just starts spraying it with water and cleaning it for you, right? And you can't do anything about it because you can't, I swear, even if you wanted to beat the crap out of him, you have to get out of your window because you can't open your door. Like, that's how close people are to your car. Yeah. Just while driving. Like, this is in the middle of an intersection. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? So then, um, 
you'll be like, hey, get the hell off me. He's like, and right, and he'll clean it. He's like, no, no, just wait, just wait. And then he'll finish, and he's like, hey, where, where's my money, bro? Where the fuck's my money? Where's my money? And you're like, what? It's a different level I of didn't hustle. Ask you. I did not ask you to do that, right? And there's uh, there's no logic to that. It's just there was service provided. Yeah. It, like, where's my exchange? What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, I'm gonna tell the cops. What? <laughs> it's, it's just you a different can't, level you, of hustle. You just there. can't do that. You know, I first learned to mm. drive in Jordan. Really? Yeah. My my first like f- five minutes what? on the street yeah. was taking a fucking roundabout. What made you want to do that? Was it like your cousins? This kind of like, oh, th- everyone drives here. It doesn't matter. I think so. Type of thing. I was just like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. A little bit of peer pressure as well. Mm. But um, dude, I mean, the first five minutes was hectic. <laughs> a roundabout, which I had no idea how to navigate. I couldn't read any of the signs. Um, and then going up and down this steep ass hill that was like this incline. Um, and it's just a hectic experience there because nobody follows rules. It, it's always like the, the honking is like a specific language of its own. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. That means yeah. like halani. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> something else. Dude, in Egypt, there's like a beep, 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 which is yep, mm, you know, like, so like, I'm not going to kind of finish that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try to stay away from cursing. <laughs> We're hot over but, here. Uh, not in the sheets, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> Yo, I have the same sweater, but it says In and Out. <laughs> Nike In and Out collab. Yes, sir. Can you imagine that collab? That'd be sick, honestly. What would the aesthetic look like? Kind of like that sweater. <laughs> if you okay. really think about it. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be like a little In and Out logo, and then just the rest. Of I've life. probably worn it on the podcast. So if you want, look for it. Uh, mm-hmm. one of the episodes but uh yeah man i'm uh extremely extremely grateful these days for a lot of things because a lot of things are shifting and um damn i know i, I said shifting while there was an earthquake where a region has completely actually shifted a little bit damn bro it's but, left up yeah i know but see how my mind works it just puts you know these strings together i'm just like why yeah but anyway have you been hearing the conspiracy theories about that? No. About the Turkey uh, Turkey earthquakes? Well, I mean, I've heard some. I've I've heard one in person actually. I was signing on a car the other day, <laughs> and the the finance lady, she's like, "Do you really believe that though? It was an earthquake?" And I was I was like, <laughs> "The the ground Bro, is shaking." Are you st- like what? I heard that. Okay, that's that's taking it too far. That's a little too far. Like, the earth really was believe, shifting on video. Does, like, do you really believe that my family was actually concerned because they were all woken up at 4 a.m., you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I think like, that this conspiracy theory, and I don't know, of course, there's probably no validity to it. Hmm. Uh, although maybe some. But DARPA, which is like the, I guess, the International Weather Association, like Weather Control Association. Yeah. Um, they can essentially manipulate the weather to the point where some people have concerns that it somehow impacts earthquakes. Bro, okay, look, Turkey as a region, if you look at it globally, and it's historically, it's been known to have the worst, some of the worst earthquakes. So what happened was merely fraud and infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure is not good anyways, so. Not good. It was cheated. Not that it was not, it was unethical, not even unlawful. I mean, yeah, at this point. That's insane to me. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening in that region. And plus, like, Syria did not need that right now. This was crazy. Syria's, like, the last country that needs that. It's like Murphy's Law, dude. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Do you ever have, the, have those days where immediately upon waking is just a shit show? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that today, but. Well, you just got to like push through it. You just rush through it. Yeah. Type of thing. You have to just still, in order to be content, you still have to just be present for it. And then mm-hmm. you go back to sleep. R, uh, uh, red light therapy, RLT. What? RLT. What about RLT? Red light therapy, dude. It's been helping you sleep. Oh, it has been helping yeah. you sleep. Yeah. That's what keeps the, the energy alive. That's According keeps... to your aura, too, actually. Your readiness will peak higher than your sleep. Yeah. Which is insane. So it keeps that mitochondria flowing. Mitochondrion in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Mitochondrial dysfunction. Uh, powerhouse in the streets. Yes, sir. Um, what else should we talk about? Well, I know that... Uh, I've been thinking about like culture shock a lot lately mm-hmm. and it was something I think that I went through and something that I heard from someone the other day go through as well. Um, and it all started with a TikTok that I saw, but it was a girl giving her story is her background story of what she does. She's an artist. She's, she paints really cool. Like, um, portraits and paintings and things like that but she was like i uh am a mexican female i grew up in mexico and moved here when i was six and we went back and forth to mexico and we lived in america in california so she was like i never ever felt mexican enough in mexico but I never felt American enough in America. She's like, what am I? And she's like, I'm my own category. And she actually believes that. And it's kind of cool, you know? Like in that limbo Yeah, state. she's like, yeah. So you, then she's like, I like to live with that kind of mentality and purpose and theme. Because, like, if you look at her house, like, they took a, a tour of her house. It's like mission style, but it's also, like, modern. But it's, like, it's a mix of, like weirdly hers yeah it's like it's unique it's like the perfect combination which is cool yeah um and then that got me to think obviously about like you know kind of maybe my journey or whatever it was because i kind of lived outside of here for a little bit um my native language is english but i do speak arabic natively as well Mm -hmm. and uh depending on the time frame i've always had an issue with like the accent type of thing because you would go through periods where you're like negotiating in Arabic, you're doing things in Arabic, you're politically speaking in Arabic, you're whatever the hell you're doing in Arabic, right? And then you revisit like your home grounds. You come back here and you're just like, damn, I've been speaking Arabic so much that my initial response is like Arabic almost. <laughs> so I keep yeah. swapping the default. You know how annoying that is? The best way I can tell you, it's like opening up Internet Explorer and then you make it as default by accident and then it's really hard to make it undefault. And you're like, dude, I want Chrome to launch when I press this link. You know, Chrome. Damn it. You know, everyone knows that frustration. And that's what happens mentally. Yeah. Um, It's it's just a, I don't know. Do you find it odd that people are so attached to where they were born? Like, you know how Americans are very patriotic and uh, let's say British people really are really into like royalty and all that stuff. The pride thing? No, no, not pride at all. I'm just talking about you were born on this very specific piece of land Mm -hmm. and now you take on the identity of people who are 
on that land. Like, should there be any reason for people to take that so seriously? Because after all, it's luck. You could have been born in Indonesia. I mean, look, it just depends, man. Like, I know people that, that came here and are like, they're so grateful for America, right? Because they, they actually were like, they were working double what they were back home. <clears throat> Excuse me, back home. And then they come back and they like their dream was to, they hear about America, right? And all the stuff, the money, they come here, they put all that hard work and then double and then they just make it. And then when they send money back, they're just, I don't know, they just feel like mm. that's what gave them the ability to begin with. Yeah. It wasn't an option where they came from. You were right. It, w it was the word, uh, the word pride. That was the one I was looking pride. for. Yeah. Um, national pride. Yeah. I don't know. It just takes away from the human race. That's the thing. It makes you way more divided, which is kind of like what Great Britain wanted, right? Sex have mentality. For me. Yeah. They didn't do the world, uh, yeah. <laughs> that much justice. No. I mean, like there's nothing wrong with national pride. I just, it, it's an interesting concept, which is like we latch onto anything. That well, we were... look, it goes the same way with sports, soccer, bro. Yeah. Do you remember what happened in the UK? Or was well, it Liverpool? Where was it? It was like yeah, a big ass brawl, like not too long ago. Over a sport? Yeah. Fans. It's the same type of thing. It's the yeah. pride behind it. Like it's, it's just, religion. Bro, it's it's like arguably just like Islam. Like if you were to bring Mohammedism, like you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like it's there that's how pissed they'd be. Yeah. What did you say about Messi? You know? What? Um insane. I cannot do that. It just, dude, I don't know, man. It just, it's another type of like, why do we need that type of competition? It's like, what is there, like, you know? It's very tribal. Yeah. I think people who haven't thought about it much but easily fall into that trap, but other people who are more psycholog psychologically evolved, they, probably they can more, see past it. You're more tribal in some other ways too, probably. This is probably just another tribal thing. Of course, everyone's tribal in some it's, it can't just be the only tribal thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like the whole, like, even for me, bro, like, look, I'm a Palestinian male, okay? And I have some rich history, at least from my side of the family and stuff like that. So it's like, when you, when you start, when you have that, like, it's just hard for me to just even picture what, I don't know, normal is. You know, like, and you see pe like people, like I said, I'm Palestinian. So like, you'll see people that are Palestinian as well, start saying things like, you know, like Palestine, Palestine, Palestine. And there's, then they get pissed. So if, like, for example, at Friday prayer, we make, uh, you know, we send our prayers to all these countries that are suffering and, you know, the Imam skips out, like he forgets to say Palestine or something. People get pissed. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what the dude, like it's intended though, you know? Why are we so angry about that? Like, why I can is it understand like, it. You get me? Yeah. Like, obviously the sheikh did not mean that. Relax. But you see that all the time, you know? And then, like, in the Arab world, like, let's call it the Middle East, the Arab, okay? The Arab. Everyone's going to compete. They're going to be like, no, Syrians are the best. No, Lebanese are the best. No, 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 no. You know? Which is and it's just, just like, a what? dumb position to start with. See what I mean? Yeah. So something's already wrong there and it's so funny how it takes place in almost every other area like you have the carnivores versus the vegans <laughs> the fucking fruititarians versus the the vegetarians the um the left versus the right 
the people who like to take planes versus the people who like to drive cars. Like it just applies it to everything. To you know, some things are just like even talking is a competition. Stupid nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I'm very competitive, you know. Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. People just don't realize that they run on opinions and they don't realize that everything they have and everything that they keep achieving, no one cares about. Mm -hmm. So just kind of like narrow it down to yourself. Like, you know, it really humbles it. Yeah. And plus you enjoy it more. No one really, you know what I mean? Like when you buy Dior and you start wearing Dior, <laughs> I promise you people don't care. No. The only thing you're attracting is negative. Most people don't even get, get close me? enough to you to even smell. The it. only thing you're attracting is fuck, fuck him. Fuck that guy. Fuck. Like most likely. Why? Because you're, you're just. That guy supports Johnny Depp. It's, it's just a cheap way of like putting yourself out there, I think. Rather than, you know let the body language take care of it you know the, that like that kind of shit really introduces a human being rather than everything that somebody that everybody else can have you know yeah that's how i see like name brands and stuff that's why i don't like flashy like logos and shit like everywhere you know no that that seems childish to me it's weird it's like wearing pajamas yeah you know <laughs> big ass like lion yeah bro like champion t-shirt champion champion champion, 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 champion. Champ, Nike, champ, Nike, Nike. Champion, champ, but he has man titties. And you're like, what? Like, that's a that's an athletic brand. But anyway, we'll not go we'll not go there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Would you say opinions are underrated or overrated? Opinions are overrated? Yeah. Uh, it's not that they're overrated, they're just misused. Like you don't know. Damn, bro, I was kind of hoping you'd say yes. So I'm like, yeah. right. and with that, uh, we're done with the 2 a.m. podcast. Oh. So we're wrapping it up. <laughs> well, I mean, we could wrap it up here because. No, I mean the entire podcast. What? Like we're done. Oh, we're done? Oh, no sh- more opinions. Okay. So you, you can join me personally at the 3 a.m. podcast. <laughs> can you, right? you can join me personally at the 4 a.m. podcast. Oh my God. Competitors. Sabaho. <laughs> I need to ponder for the rest of the day. Sabaho Sabaro. I am very, very. Oh, by the way, I got hit today in the head. And, uh, oh, yeah, I tell us. I feel so great. Tell oh. us the story, bro. I was wrapping up a photo shoot and I just finished packing. So, uh, forgive me this episode if I feel a little off or sounded a little off or. Anyway, I, uh, packed up and I zipped up. And as I was like putting the backpack on my shoulder, I was getting up at the same time and I was bent over. Right. So as I was unbending, I come up full force and my head just goes like rams the edge of a, um, a floating mailbox, I guess. It's like a, that is like a, a wall mounted spot mailbox. to get hit, dude. And it just, I was like, dude, it was one of those hits where, you know, you can literally feel the yeah. like, you're like, oh God, I had to stand there for like 15 seconds to just collect myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to be bleeding, 100%. Touch it, and I'm like, no blood, but why does my hand or knuckles feel elevated? And I'm like, that's <laughs> the bump, dude. It's literally a bump. And then uh, all I can think of was like, I need ice ASAP. Um, but then I had a cluster of a headache earlier, and then you came in clutch with that Advil. I was like, now no pain, but I feel the... He's got a big baby like, bump like on his head. In and out dizzy and shit, which is cool. Yeah. But I hope to God it's not a concussion. 
I don't no, think it is. Good. If it is, it's probably like 14 days of like glory, you know. But light therapy will fix it. Yeah, anyways, that doesn't stop me from giving you another episode. So go ahead and rate this five stars on Spotify. You know where to find us. We're also on all major streaming platforms. We are on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. We're also on Instagram at the 2AM Podcast. We're on Twitter at 2AM Pod. Go ahead and follow us everywhere. Please rate us five stars. And uh, if you're interested in Vital Red Light, we have saved you 15% by using the code 2AM. Link in the bio. Yes. Yes, sir. All right, guys. It has been fun. We will catch you next time.